Welcome to Let's Get Social with me, Philip Twyver, to the Curly Marketer, social media strategist and management. And me, Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer. So if you're confused about social media or not sure what channels to use, well, we've got you covered on Let's Get Social. Let's Get Social, Emer. Yeah, yeah. How do you do that again? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, as you can see, it's great to be back this week. Only feels like yesterday we were on the air. The summer is flying, would boom, you boom. say? Isn't it? Isn't it? Oh, no, well, I'm, not, I'm not flying we're anymore. On air. We're floating on air, so you're flying, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've had to postpone that. But yeah, anyway, yeah. hopefully, uh, before you know it, with the way time is going, it'll be here before I know it. Um, I have a notion, though, to get more organized, you know, as I'm at home all the time. Cool. And talking of having a notion, there is uh, something I came across called Notion. Have you heard of it, Philip? I haven't actually, but I'm always interested in new tools. So far away, Ymir. It's uh, you get it as an app. It's free, but it's all you can access it on desktop, and it's where you can write and plan and collaborate and get organized. It could be somewhere where you could put your social media jokes. But anyway, um, mm. all in all, it's a great all-in-one tool. And as I say, uh, you can catch it on www.notion.so. Excellent. I like it. So have you been constructive at all this week? Uh, well, I have actually, because um, as you might have known, I've kind of got back into reading quite a lot uh, using my Kindle app on the phone. And oh. uh, and I've been reading, uh, I don't know, you may not know this uh, program uh SAS, Who Dares Wins. There's a guy who's become quite famous, uh, a guy called Ant Middleton. He uh, was former Special Forces. He climbed Everest and um, he's done a few, he, he's, he does a lot of, say, motivational kind of talks around uh, around England and, the, and Europe. And uh, I've been reading his book actually called oh. um, uh, The Fear Bubble. And uh, very interesting, really, uh, how he deals with, say, um, negative thoughts and how to burst through your fear bubble. I've got a fear bubble coming on. Yeah, I thought, well, this is what I wanted to kind of maybe, maybe we, I could share the book with you so you can get over this, this moment of deep anxiety when I'm about to tell you my social media joke. And there's me thinking you might get the notion, <laughs> the notion to file it away, you know? Oh, um, that's, that's t- <laughs> not at all. I delved deep into my, my reservoir of jokes uh-huh. and I've come up with a, a cracker for Ta- you. Look, listen, Mr. T, uh, tell me you've got a really good foundation on this one. You just didn't craft it out of thin air. Um, no, it's uh, this is one I think you're going to like. And it kind of links in with your favorite topic, apart from social media, which is baking and all this kind of stuff. So uh, I think you like this one. Okay. I'll let you fire away. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, recently uh, a marketer friend of mine quit and started a bakery. So I thought I'd pay her a visit. So I tried to walk in the door and this big swatch of fabric popped up and blocked my way. I backed up, Emer. I backed up. It disappeared. I walked forward and this big cloth thing got in the way again. And I said, hey, I shouted, my friend, I can't get in. Oh, sorry, she says, you have to click on the banner to accept cookies. <laughs> a terrible. Come on, Emer. That's brilliant. Oh. I can't Ex- leave you for a minute, can I? <laughs> Except the cookies, Emer. Except them cookies. <laughs> I know. All, all, as ever, all I'm going to have to say is, if you find his social media joke today, 
in any way engaging. I would Please love more of them. You are in so much luck. You can catch Philip's previous social media jokes and indeed our other shows by hopping on our podcast on the Let's Get Social show on Podbeam, iTunes, Spotify, and of course, the Dublin South FM website. Glad you like that joke, Amber. And hopefully our special guest did too. Hopefully she hasn't bolted uh, with this taste of my cookie joke. Well, I know she's very creative, but I wonder if she feels the same about your joke. Well, I know I think she likes, uh, you know, as much as Guardian. Well, I hope she did, you know, but uh, but listen, we are delighted, Emer, today to be joined by the director of Little Lamb Consultancy, Ireland's only dedicated construction marketing agency, working with you to develop a new unique marketing offering for your construction business, offering a range of traditional marketing services for the construction industry. And she works with you to create something that has not been done before to position you as a thought leader in your sector and to make people excited about your services, offerings, and to ultimately grow your sales, which is what we all want. Of course. And actually, uh, her name is Lynn. Um, she's an associate member of the Chartered Institute of Marketing in the UK and a member of the Marketing Institute of Ireland. Lynn's objective was to set up a one-to-one shop for companies or individuals within the construction industry where they feel confident and they are getting practical on the ground, hands-on marketing expertise for their business. So Lynn, you're very welcome to Let's Get Social. Hi guys, thanks for having me on. I'm delighted to, to be here with you today. Are you really? After hearing my cookie joke, are you still delighted, Lynn? Yeah, oh, sorry, I thought you were going somewhere good with that Middleton story. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love SAS Who Dares Wins and I'm actually going to sign up to the Irish one when, uh, when it goes live. So you actually really oh. disappointed me uh, oh. with that horrific joke. <laughs> oh, I obviously, I over-promised and under-delivered on that one then, Lynn. Yeah? Just a small bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, uh, Miss Lynn Lamb, um, mm-hmm. before we kick things off, off uh what did you think of our social media comedian yeah god he's um i've listened to the show now a couple of times and he seems to just be getting better and better he's really you probably just have your own show at this stage philip i'm not gonna lie that's the right answer then <laughs> hear that Lieber? hear that I used, to, I used to like you lynn <laughs> <laughs> no not it not it not let's get social just a joke show on his own Oh, I keep saying I keep saying he's going to put together, um, you know, uh, a box of Christmas crackers, um, and you know, go out there and just clean up the market. You know, uh, yeah. well, well, Christmas is coming, so it might be an idea. I wouldn't put all your eggs in one basket quite yet, Philip. But um, yeah, no. keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you've just, you've just, you've just cracked my illusion. Yeah, funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you like that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. very good. Yeah, I thought of my feet in that one, so. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> this is going downhill. Oh, it's really going downhill badly. But listen, we need we need to get to we need to get to the, the meat of the show, as they say. Um, because Lynn, I suppose I've worked in in social media and and agency type business, I suppose, for a good many years, a bit like Ian as well. Um, I've never come across obviously someone who specialized like yourself in the construction industry. And obviously you've taken that leap to really provide a real excellent service for your niche. You know, tell the audience, how did you get into the construction industry and set up obviously Little Lamb Consultancy? 
Yeah, so um, I was uh, doing my uh, degree in business and management in DIT. And as part of that, in third year, you have to go and do a six-month placement. So my dad is actually in the construction industry and he had a few connections. And one of them happened to be in a cement company, um, which unfortunately I, kicking and screaming, went to and did a six-month internship there and actually just loved it. Um, Loved kind of the whole aspect of being kind of a woman in construction and very unusual industry but so much opportunity within it Um, and then while I was there I kind of was looking for support and um, you know couldn't find it which then led to me setting up the company eventually but sorry just kind of diverging but um, so yeah I ended up there for six months and then I finished my degree and ended up going back and basically haven't left ever since. I must admit like when you think of say marketing or even social media Construction wouldn't be something like, say, you were saying mm. the cement business. It's not something that normally you would associate as being a business that would need social, but you've obviously have proven that to be wrong. Yeah. And I think the thing with it as well, and what I saw was that um, construction is a very traditional industry. It's very much offline and, you know, newspapers, trade magazines. Um, so there was a huge opportunity to, to help and help businesses to move online, to look at e-commerce, you know, really growing their social media presence, which has now obviously become imperative in times like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's, I suppose, where I saw that opportunity. Um, and it was really starting to build momentum when I started in the industry. And ever since, like, you know, you go onto LinkedIn and it's just covered in construction projects and architects talking about the projects they're working on. So, yeah, there's, there's a huge... Uh, opportunity there, this huge market. And yeah, it just it was something that I saw was a bit different. And yeah, that's kind of what led me into setting up the company. I was going to ask you, Lynn, um, you know, I love the name uh, Little Lamb. Um, I'm sure you're not a little lamb. Um, but uh, actually, <laughs> that name is Mary, you... <laughs> is it? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. I was going to say, how did you, I know your, your surname is Lamb, and I'm just curious why you called it uh, the Little Lamb Consultancy. Um, and also, how does it differ? from other marketing agencies? Yeah, I don't know. The name was like, I got, I didn't want to just do something, you know, kind of generic and Little Lamb. It just kind of, obviously it kind of rolls off the tongue. So it's actually Little Lamb Consultancy. So abbreviated, it was LLC, which was kind of another way that I was going to use kind of as well. Um, it was just something that would resonate with people. And then my icon's obviously a sheep. Um, it kind of looks like a ram, but it's supposed to be a sheep. Um, so yeah, it just kind of, you know, the name wasn't, I suppose, specifically uh, connected to me either. So in the future, if I was to sell the business, um, you know, it would it could move on then organically as well. It, it didn't need to be tied to me. Um, and then I suppose to your question about how my company differs, I suppose when I set up the company, I wanted to keep the ethos very simple um, and it was to deliver hands-on approach for like the planning and execution of, of a marketing strategy and tactics for construction companies. That's very interesting how you obviously came up with the name and how you're different from other marketing agencies. I suppose currently with digital marketing, you know, and the construction industry, you know, what's your current view? How how are construction companies and the industry in general taking on board digital marketing? Yeah, so like at the moment, Philip, construction is still a very traditional industry, um, but there is definitely a huge acceleration towards digital. Um, There's now a lot of, there's a shift in the mindset that, you know, if you're not online, you're not in the game. Um, And there's definitely been also then a huge turning point in the value of marketing and digital marketing and building that into a strategic business plan. Um, But 
I suppose, as you guys probably both know, there's always issues then around the return on investment and people seeing the value of, you know, Google ads, Facebook spend, all of this. So it's really trying to change that mindset and and the industry is coming around to it. Um, And, you know, the CIF, uh, the Construction Industry Federation, they're doing a lot of work online um, and trying to, you know, kind of give tips and tools on how to use digital marketing and there's courses. Um, But again, you know, it's small companies in the construction industry having the time to put into digital marketing is is often the problem, you know, and that's, that's kind of one of the main issues with, you know, the current view of digital marketing in the industry because it does take time there's so many different pieces and you know putting yeah, and it's, and just, yeah. yeah it's, it's content as well um you know a lot of these people wouldn't have a lot of exposure to you know they wouldn't have the time to sit down at desks you know they're busy out on site they're busy writing plans you know writing technical information so you know to sit down and write content that's relevant to your specific audience they just don't have the time and they don't understand like and I'm sorry I'm not being uh, like derogatory or anything but you know it's kind of how to write correctly for the audience that you're trying to target online as well it it is a challenge because especially if you're not maybe interested in social media you know you're right on site you're not going to go oh I have to start doing video and I have to start taking photographs and then I've got to say something about it um so it can I I have to say you know if you're not in that mindset it can be a um you know one of those things you just want to keep putting off and, and not getting say you know, involved in enough. Um, so do, do you see the construction industry getting more and more on board with the digital mark marketing and maybe even the digital technologies? Yeah, absolutely. Like, as I said, they've, they have been slow to adopt, but, you know, over the times that I've been in the industry, there's definitely been a huge focus now, um, you know, to like the likes of LinkedIn, Facebook, you know, e-commerce sites as well. Apps, apps are now huge. Yeah. You know, one of the things I suppose a lot of smaller contractors and stuff would never put a focus on is their website. And so, you know, there's Mm. been a huge focus on people getting websites built. You know, even my own, the, my own website developer, you know, he's out the door with people looking to go online and, you know, to having their services available and people being able to see what they're offering. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I think now as well, kind of post COVID, people are realizing the importance of digital technologies and being able to show their work even when they're not on site. So, you know, yeah. having a stock of images for LinkedIn to show off, you know, the mm. sites that they've been on or the projects that they've designed or delivered. So, you know, people are now realizing even if you're not on site, you can make it out that you are. So, yeah, you know, yeah. It's yeah. one of the really important tools. And I suppose it's one of the industries where it's it's easy to do that. <laughs> like it's easy to do mm. to get away with it. Yeah. Well. Well, people love before and after, you know, yeah. photographs. I mean, I, I built a house and God, I have a photo album of, you know, yeah. you know, before like the, the walls went up and all the rest and you can yeah. sort of build the journey. And that could be something that maybe a lot of builders don't see, you know, because exactly, yeah. it is a story, you know, um, you don't have to do all these kick-ass um, videos, you know, you can yeah. just take the video and, um from your iPhone or your your Android or whatever and create something that can engage audiences, you know, behind the scenes, all that kind of thing. Do you see that yeah. kind of getting more popular? Yeah, absolutely. And especially for the likes of, um, you know, the hardware stores and the, you know, for DIYers and home builders, yeah. that type of stuff, like the before and afters, you know, showing you know, what type of floor people put in, you know, how to be sustainable when building, you know, going for, you know, um, B or A, right. You know, like mm. 
you know, really sustainable house building as well. So, you know, being able to have that information accessible and even just, you know, flicking onto a website and having the project images there, now everyone is realizing that they have to have these things now on their site. And so definitely there's been a huge shift and, you know, I think if you're not online now, you're really going to fall behind and, you know, it's it's going to be hard to succeed in a climate like this if you don't have your website and your social media up to date. Yeah, like I think definitely, like certainly in my own experience, especially when you're talking, say, business to consumer, to use jargon, you know, where someone is looking for an extension or they want some construction down at the back or like we were recently, you know, put in a fence in the front garden. Mm-hmm. And what we did is, you know, just like any consumer, we buy with our eyes, but we also mm. look at two things, you know, the the images before yeah. and after, mm-hmm. were they on the website? Did we like the fencing? And testimonials. Yeah. Online testimonials of people like yeah. us, you yeah. know? Um, and I think to a certain extent, you know, when you're demonstrating as a, as a builder, whether it be B2B or B2C, and you can demonstrate that you have an expertise in, you know, drywalling or a certain type of how you lay concrete or whatever yeah. it might be. And you can show that, like, for example, I must be one of the only men who actually, when he tries to build something, actually ends up doing demolition. <laughs> I'm absolutely brutal. Like, you know. That's where, you know, you know, the likes of like YouTube videos. Like, yeah. there's, there's so many yeah. things now that are going into like how to, you know, yeah. how to build a brick wall, how to lay yeah. a wooden floor in your bedroom, you know, or fencing as you were talking about as well. So, mm, yeah. you know, people are realizing not even the value of video content, but just content in general. And I suppose then in the in the construction kind of industry and the move to online, you know, kind of, are there companies that you are seeing that are doing this kind of well or they're moving to online in construction that uh, you like or that you know of? Yeah, like there's there's an awful lot. Um, I suppose the US would be kind of the go-to, would be the pinnacle of mm. how they've implemented, you know, online and digital. Um, say, for example, the Home Depot in the US, probably everyone's familiar with them. Like they do a phenomenal amount of stuff online, whether that's Instagram, website. Um, and, you know, even after, probably after this phone call and you go on to your Google, you'll probably find an ad on pop up from the Home Depot, even though you're not yeah. based in the US, you know. Um, so they're, I suppose, one of the, the kind of iconic companies that everyone will recognize. Mm. But, you know, everyone is doing a small bit to move online and, and to raise the awareness of their companies. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think it is important. I think you're so right. You know, I think we've now moved to a point where people are doing the research first. And the first yeah. thing to do is they're not looking in, say, the golden pages. They're going on to Google. Yeah. And they're putting in, you know, I need to do this job, this, that, you know, who can do it for me or how can I learn to do it myself? And, uh, and then there people are doing research and then they're like literally going to the builder or going to that builder's place where they might have a, a site for viewing whatever material. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of pretty have researched up nearly and are having legitimate conversations. With yeah. And, and I suppose what you said, Philip, about um, kind of case studies and testimonials, like Pinterest, I suppose, would be a huge site as well that a lot of mm-hmm. in, from an interior's point of view, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I've, I kind of deal with a lot of interior architects and they would be all saying like, well, I need, you know, a great posting on Instagram and uh, website and stuff. But Pinterest is where people, you know, search wooden doors or crittle uh, doors. Yeah. And that's yeah. where you get your inspiration. And as you said, then you go to your builder and go, okay, well, where can I get these? Or you're Googling. So I suppose you have to, as you said, look at your target audience and where they're based and listen to what they're looking for as well. And um, that's really important. 
I know myself to say like, you know, I did my own house and it was like, you'd be buying, you'd buy all the magazines, yeah. but you really still want to get that kind of feel for what it really, really looks like. You know, magazines, I, I always think, you know, they're, they can give only a, a one side to it. At least when you go online, you can look and, you know, as you say, put up on Pinterest, mm. all the doors you want and then yeah, totally... Pinterest. Totally yeah. wreck, wreck my husband's head. But anyway, um, you know, as you said, things are moving forward. And with digital marketing, um, for the construction industry, do you see like it has changed a lot maybe in the last six months, a year maybe? or Yeah, like I, I'd say it's probably in the last five years um, there has been a big shift. Okay. You know, it's stuff like websites, apps, social media, stuff now, especially kind of post-COVID, doing CPDs, your continuous professional development, um, they would be really important for um, architects have to get a certain number of points every year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, CPD webinars, they're now huge. They've now all moved online as well, which previous, you know, and traditional companies are now going, okay, I'm not going to have people in the office. So I now have to move, you know, I have to facilitate that now on my website as well. Um, you know, stuff like site cameras, e-commerce for the, like for the hardware side, you know, that's all now become hugely important because when you're, you say from an, an app point of view, when you're out on site, I want to go on to, for example, kill Siren and, and see, okay, whatever, say they deliver me cement, what's the mix guide, what's the technical data. And, you know, and I want that at the tip of my fingers Mm. without having to ring someone. Um, And then side cameras as well is, has really grown over the last five years because people can now monitor what's going on when they're not on site. So, you know, you can be sitting in a meeting and you see, uh, you know, a concrete pour going in or the steel being delivered Mm. while you're at home. So, you know, all this has really brought the industry on but I think you also have to remember to look after the people who aren't online either. Hmm. So there's definitely a balance, you know, to, to make sure that you're answering the needs of both like your B2C and your B2B. Hmm. Okay. No, because I'm just thinking even in the last six months when half of us weren't on Zoom, you know, that way. Yeah. And now they're probably sort of embracing that so they can have their meetings with their clients maybe yeah. or, you know, um, other um, maybe colleagues or associations. Um, I suppose you, there's no other way around it. You know, the phone is fine, but it's still that face to face. Yeah, mm. yeah, absolutely. You know, it's been definitely like the Zoom, uh, the Zoom calls, and Microsoft Teams and stuff have a lot of yeah. the our architects, especially dealing with clients, they've had to move online. Um, and you know, without Zoom, I don't think. Unfortunately, I don't think a lot of us would still be going. Yeah, yeah. Like I think an area that you sort of you touched on there was, and it's a big area that I would be sort of passionate about, is the whole area of say digital strategy as such. Um, because once again, you know, the construction industry would not be one that you would I would normally have gravitated to needing social media, but as you're pretty eloquently putting, you know, they really do. Um, like I suppose from a from a strategic point. Do you find that there's a particular process you may follow when you're dealing with a company? And are you finding that there's a mix of channels that potentially you've used? Because you've been, it's been very interesting to hear you say Pinterest, which mm-hmm. I can see the appeal, and also how LinkedIn has been using. Because if you're business to business and say you're a contractor and you're trying to get in touch or engage with, say, um, architects, LinkedIn, I could see, could be very interesting. Um so kind of how do you kind of tend to approach or what approaches have you seen the construction industry might be using from the strategic side or developing the strategy? 
Yeah, so I suppose it's an interesting question, um, Philip. I suppose the main, the starting point is research. So, and knowing your target audience. And a lot of the time, unfortunately, people don't know who their target audience is. So it's looking at where to position the company and then the tactics on how to attack those, not attack in an aggressive way, <laughs> in an aggressive way <laughs> but, you know, how to then go to those specific markets. So, you know, even one of the things, you know, so obviously, so looking at them, then coming up with, okay, you know, if we're, if we're a, a DIYer, okay, are these people going to be on social media? Are they going to be on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, a lot of the time not. What's the kind of age profile? Like I know personally, my parents would be on Instagram um, and, you know, they would do up the house and whatnot. So that would, you know, be a kind of a waste, whereas they might see an ad in the Irish Times that might kind of, you know, tickle their fancy and go, oh yeah, okay, I didn't realize uh, Woody's did whatever concrete slabs just say for example and so it's it's looking at all the different channels and then devising okay well what campaigns are we going to run to specifically target their requirements so i think the main thing is always what what's their problem and how are we going to solve how are we going to solve it so um you know and you've got to be specific then you can waste a lot of time i think with google um advertising if you don't have the correct strategy in place Mm. to deliver it um And it's making sure then you've got cohesion across your Google ads, your, you know, your social media channels, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest. Um, and obviously then you've got to have the correct uh, tone of voice through the different channels as well. Because um, something that's going to interest an architect or a specifier isn't going to interest a home, a home DIYer. Hmm. So it's making sure that you have, you know, you position it the right way to your specific audience. I I think another thing that a lot of people, uh, a lot of construction companies might forget about is um, like MailChimp and direct mails. Um, If they are subscribed to your database, obviously you want to be totally GDPR compliant. But if they are subscribed to your database, touching base with your customers is something that people forget a lot about. And if you Mm. have a template in place, it's so easy to just update it bi-monthly, quarterly, Mm. and just send out what you're doing, your news, you know, new team members, new products. And it's a really easy way then to, you know, get your brand back into into people's minds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, um, we have to say it it is so important. We, one of our previous shows that Philip and I did was on should, basically is should you be on social media? And we say yes, um, like you would agree, um, Lynn, but um, there are digital technologies out there um, and they can disrupt that area uh, going out. People get bombarded, I would say, you know, as you, you know, like there are so much noise out there. Um, what what technologies would you say would disrupt the construction industry? Yeah, so I, there's probably two angles um, to this answer, Emer. Um, so probably on the digital marketing side and then on the construction side. Um, so, you know, the industry is being hugely disrupted with new innovative technologies. And th- this has like enabled pioneers in the construction industry to leverage on these technologies and change business models and, you know, to speed up building and structures and stuff like this. Um, but from the digital marketing side, stuff like conversational agents, um, you know, built into websites where, you know, you've got a problem and you just type into a, a chat that pops up. Mm-hmm. I suppose that's one way that's really going to speed up interaction with your customers you know atomic content so personalizing content to Mm. specific people who are googling 
you know, a product. Um, shopper bots, I think, will be another thing that will really um, help, you know, it'll really change um, and disrupt the construction industry. So, you know, answering queries, um, you know, it, it might not be so relevant construction for construction, but definitely for like the hardware side, um, it'll definitely be, you know, a huge tool that will be onboarded, I think, by a lot of e-commerce uh, construction or hardware stores. Mm-hmm. Um, then I suppose on the construction side, building information modeling. So um, building buildings in 3D as opposed to 2D. So your 2D would be when your architect arrives with his plans rolled up under his arm, <laughs> he arrives yeah. and he opens them up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now um, building information modeling or BIM is the building is all built virtually. And, you know, you can see down to the smallest element of you know, um, say the screw on your radiator and then, or the light bulb, and you'll be able to go into that model once the building is built and say, okay, I've got six light bulbs that are gone out. What's the make and model? And you can pinpoint those. So yeah, so, you know, that's hugely changing um, the industry and it's actually for commercial building in the UK, it's now, um, what's the word? Like you have to do it. It's not. Yeah, it's compulsory. Compulsory, yeah. 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 Um, Stuff like 3D printing. So, you know, that's huge. You've probably seen a bit about that. Yeah, Um, yeah. Virtual reality. Uh, I think it was, there was a program on Channel 4 that did a thing where they put the glass, they were doing uh, renovations of houses and you put the glasses on and you walk through the whole house and you can see how. I would have loved that. (laughs) You'd never take them off, Emer. You'd never take the glasses off. Yeah. You'd look, you'd look at your husband and he's like like a, like a Hollywood movie star or something, you know? Yeah. But I do, I do. <laughs> you know? Yes, like virtual reality is, is huge now. Um, yeah. And it's really important. Uh, robotics. So uh, there's a company in the US, um, they're automated vehicles for construction. Mm. And they've actually received $33 million in uh, Series A funding. Um wow to accelerate this this new innovative technology. Mm. Um, And then I suppose one of the last things would be task management software. Mm. Um, So, you know, managing workflows um, and, you know, how uh, being able to see what people are doing and when they log in, um, you know, and and devising or delivering tasks to different people so that you know what everyone's working on. So they're just, I suppose, um, some of the the technologies that are going to disrupt the construction yeah. history over the next kind of two, three years. It's like amazing because like when you think back like maybe 20 years ago, there wasn't half the things that they have now, yeah. you know, mm. and it's just, yeah. and and next week there'll be something else like, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. yeah, there's an explosion. There's like, there's so much new stuff going on. Um, mm. And even the likes of, you know, clocking in and clocking out, there's so much new technologies for that. Yeah. Especially on construction sites now that people can't go into rooms and stuff. So it's all on the phone. Mm. Um you know, it's all automated stuff like this. So yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of new technologies coming on board. Mm. It's just all about progress really, I suppose, you know, yeah. trying to innovation, build, yeah. innovation yeah. build quicker, build more efficiently, more cost effectively. Um, <laughs> like I, I suppose, you know, obviously COVID-19 was something that disrupted, you know, the world mm. Um, mm. and every business was affected. Um, I suppose with businesses now trying to go back to normal, you know, do you kind of have any particular sort of marketing or digital advice that the construction companies you think should should be taken on board, you know, as we kind of work in this new normal? Yeah, um, I would say, Philip, stick to the plan. Stick to your marketing plan if you have one. <laughs> yeah. If you have a strategy in place, continue with it as best you can. Obviously, the likes of events, um, you know, have had to go. 
Mm. But, you know, if, if you have a budget for your digital marketing, just stick with it because it's one of the clear ways you're going to see a return. You can see the conversions, you can see the tracking, you can see, you know, what products people are clicking on the most, which then helps to shape your next campaigns. It's a huge window of opportunity. Um, you know, to continue to grow and to become better than your competitors. So, you know, listen to your customers as well. If you can, talk to them about what they need, do surveys, listen to their pain points and, you know, then see how you can alleviate their problems with your services through case studies, through testimonials. Um, but definitely just stick to the plan and keep keep budgets where, so, where possible. So maybe you, as I say, you've started back and, you know, things are all up in the air, Lynn. What would say, you know, um, I don't I don't want to name any kind of, you know, construction firms, just say um, uh, Philip and Son, say, for example. Yeah. Um, so Philip and Son are, are back on track. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not a joke. They actually, actually are bona fide. Yeah. Uh, if they needed a base, basic advice, um, what would you give give them say to start a marketing plan for them you know there could be somebody listening now and they're going wouldn't know where to start um what would you advise um first of all do your research spend a bit of time looking at your competitors looking at the industry that you're going into um you know some of them can be quite overpopulated. So you could be, you know, a small fish in a big pond and you're not really going to get anywhere. So just do your research and look at your four P's, your product, your price, promotion, and the place. Um, And these should all mesh together, you know, seamlessly. They should all feed quite nicely into one another. Um, Have a look, see how your customers online, make sure you're using the right channels to target them as we talked about earlier. Um, create some free value-added content for your target audience. So, for example, blog posts, um, an ebook, uh, maybe a technical document. Because I always feel if you give something, you'll get something back. So it, it's always good to help people and to see, you know, how good. You, if you can give quality information, mm. people will will value that as well. Um, set up direct targeted ads. So make sure your ads are specifically targeted to your specific customers and what they're looking for. So this obviously comes back to your research. So you're answering their, their pain points through your campaigns. Um, something like creating, if you, if you don't have a big website or your website is really outdated and you don't have the, you know, the money to do it up, create a landing page on HubSpot. You know, um, there's kind of freelancer sites that can help you to do this really, you know, quickly freelancer.com or fiverr.com. Um, so create a landing page to gather leads. Um, and then those leads can then be used to retarget your audience at a later date. And then I suppose, finally monitor your results of your ads, whether that's on LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter, and obviously then your Google ads. So, you know, look at all the analytics on these and see what's working, what isn't. And then this will help you to shape your campaigns for the following month. Perfect. That's a lot, love advice, you know, to get you off yeah. the grind, you know. And I hope yeah. you thought, at least I haven't like over, what's <laughs> yeah. over. No, so. no, 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 no. And it's, you've built a good foundation going forward. So yeah. I, yeah. I had to say that. I had to say that, you know. Imer, I keep telling you, I'm the one who tells the jokes in the show, okay? <laughs> you think? <laughs> well, listen, we will give our listeners a piece of advice. You know, uh, you know, if you need marketing advice and you're in the construction industry, just give Lynn a shout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. much easier. Isn't that right, Lynn? Yeah, it's so much easier, you know. Yeah. Um, I suppose like in our chat, we've been talking about obviously um, 
we talked a bit about strategy and part of that comes into your channels and what you might be on or what your customers might be on. You know, you've mentioned Pinterest, which definitely I can see LinkedIn mm. very much so. Facebook yeah. to a certain extent, yes. Um, is there any channels though that you feel may not be relevant? You know, like could I say potentially TikTok? I couldn't imagine a load of builders doing funny dances. No, I don't. Maybe, but, uh, I don't think so. Um, TikTok, no. And then the thing is, we say with the likes of TikTok, you can then make your brand look not so professional. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not so um, professional. Yeah. But even like, you know, the likes of Facebook, uh, Facebook is good if you're B2C, if your business to customer focused. And, yeah. um, you know, sometimes if you're a large commercial construction company, it's, you might waste a lot of money or you might spend too much time on it and you're not getting any return. So it's just, mm. again, look at your analytics, see if mm. it's working, if it's not pull yeah. back, redirect the, the money somewhere else. Yeah. And uh, like, I, yeah, I think that makes perfect sense because, you know, if we always find this myself in email, like, you know, depending on who your customer is, where they're going to be engaged on, and mostly what your business is, you know, mm-hmm. go and talk. And, you, you know, can't be, you, to be honest with like Philip, you, know. and you can't be everywhere. Yeah. And no. you'll find that you'd spread yourself too thin and you will end up trying to make sure you're on everything and then yeah. you get no work done. Yeah. So, you yeah. know. Um, yeah. and, and as you mentioned, Lynn, I think, which could be great for the construction industry and for a lot of businesses who they tend to kind of forget is your email list. Because yeah. myself and Emer, I think it was back in show one and two, was that just don't build your audience on, as we call it, rented land. Yeah. yeah. Like Facebook yeah. can change the algorithm and suddenly you lose access to all of those fans mm. or followers where you have an email list that, as you mentioned, is GDPR permissioned. Then you've got direct access to communicate with those people, you know, so... Yeah. And that's the thing, like people, people are have so much information uh, delivered to them daily, you know, whether that's you're getting on the bus, you're seeing adverts, like advertising is everywhere and brands mm. are everywhere. So, you know, something coming into your inbox, it just puts them back into your mind and going, oh God, I forgot. And I'm actually, that's weird because I'm actually neat to get yeah. my floor redone. So I must actually see what, what products they have or the price. I suppose with marketing, as you, as you both know, it's just constant brand building, brand yeah. people becoming familiar with who you are and what you do. Um, and yeah, like it, and it, the thing is, it's free. You know, you just have to spend a bit of time watching YouTube videos on how to use mm. um, the likes of MailChimp. And, you know, you could have something easily set up, you know, within a couple of hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the beauty of it because, and then there's always an update on something and you can keep track yeah. then as well. And so, unfortunately, we're, we, our time is going to be running out soon, Lynn. Um, wish we could have you here for longer. Um, <laughs> as they say, what is the future for the digital look for construction? Um, I'm really eager now because I'm really tempted to go out and build another house now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think your husband would you be too happy. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, sorry, I think it's extremely positive. Um, I'm actually quite optimistic about it. Um, I think, you know, from a BTC point of view, people are now realizing the true importance of their home and the value of space and making the most of what they have. So people are now going back to investing in their homes, you know, whether that's office space or home gyms. Um, and I think it's definitely going to be a huge time for home, you know, the DIYers and smaller contractors to leverage on this new kind of normal, I suppose, yeah. is the phrase. Um, and then from the commercial side, you know, buildings still have to be built. Uh, social housing still has to get done. 
obviously the Greens are now coming into government, so sustainability is going to be at the heart of, of um, you know, the construction sector. So, you know, sustainable materials and, you know, offsite modular construction and co-working spaces that are now adaptable and interchangeable, mm-hmm. um, they're going to be really important. I think even though people are saying we're not going to get back to offices, I think that we won't get, we might not get back to offices, but it's about having the office as, as a space for, I suppose, mm-hmm. collaboration and making sure that they are adaptable going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- there's still a lot of work to be done and people are, are obviously going to be wary of overspending, but just try and stick to your plan. You know, if you've cut back on events, obviously that's fine, but, you know, keep your digital marketing going and keep engaged with your, your customers, continue to deliver them information and content that they need. Um, and yeah, make sure that you're, you're positioned in a way that they know that they can always go to you for, for more information. And, um, but I think it's, I think it's a positive time and I think it's a time to be, to stand out and be the best at what you do. Just like Philip with his jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll always stand out with them jokes, yeah, them cookie yeah. jokes. Huh? Second job, Philip, if you ever, if uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. It's, it's, it might be heading that way, you know, stand up comedian virtually or something like that, you know. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. um, but listen, Lynn, it's been fantastic joining us today. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Um, if, if people want to, if people want to find out more about you, where would you like to send them? Yeah, they go to my website, uh, www.littlelamb.com. That's lamb with an e. Um, or just pop me a mail, lynn at littlelamb.com. Fantastic. That's great. Um, so Lynn, I hope you enjoyed uh, joining in with us today and uh, it's been great. And I definitely would like to have you back because I, I want to find out what's next um, yeah. happening out there. You know, you've intrigued me again. So um, <laughs> thanks a million for having me on. I know, like it was great, you know, and as I say, you know, it's just there are, we're, we're hoping that, you know, if there are anyone out there that does need maybe a bit more guidance now, having listened to you, they might get, you know, say, I must give that girl a call, you know? So yeah, yeah. please God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well then like myself and Emma, we both agree that you have cemented your position in the industry. Thanks yes, very indeed. much. <laughs> <laughs> That's three jokes in one episode. I'm on fire today. Yeah. You. <laughs> well, I suppose all I have to say is uh, if you enjoyed today's show, you can catch it again and the other shows on the Let's Get Social Show podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and of course on Dublin South FM. So please download and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And until next Friday at 2 p.m., I've been Philip Twyford, the Curdy Marketer, Social Media Management and Strategy. And I've been Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer. And we'll see you next time for more Let's Get Social. See you then. Mm-hmm.